Yeah, now we're rolling Damage Plan MMA podcast. I'm Jason, as always, my co-host, Mr. Zach Partridge in the house. What up, dog? What's up, Holmes? You know, it's Thursday. We're a day early today because I got a big boy job. Got a big boy job, and I got to work on Friday and Saturdays now, so I can't. <laughs> Most people grow up when they become a dad. You just waited to become a grandpa. <laughs> yeah, I just waited to become a grandpa. I'm like, you know what? I'll grow up now. I'll go to a regular job now. So, yeah, schedule might change a little bit on the podcast, but we we'll still going to record. We'll still be here twice record. a week. Still going to record twice a week, baby. Blake, Blake might have to fill in sometimes. You know, he's filled in for me a few times. Maybe he's going to fill in for you. Like, hey, dude. If you roll with Blake, I'm just going to warn you. He's sneaky good, dude. He's And I, I'm not saying this just because I'm just a six-month-old white belt, like, don't know what I'm doing. Like, I've rolled with enough people. He's he's good. I don't he know. Tried. Maybe one, 160, maybe? He tries anything freaky, I'm going to pick him up, and I'm going to slam him. He might catch you, dude. Just saying. Oh, he probably will. <laughs> we, got this, we got this little brown belt at our gym. Yeah. He's so slick, so slick. He's like twenty years old. Yeah, He's been yeah. Rolling since he was a, like five. Those kids. So slick. I caught him one time. He was lazy, trying to be nice to me, and I took advantage. And I caught him one time. And ever since, that, dude, because he was go- he was going for an armbar, and uh, I nutcrackered him where I wrapped my legs around his neck, you know, and like, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he makes a point. He arm bars me at least two or three times a roll every single time now. And I can't do anything about it. Kid weighs like 130 pounds soaking wet. And I can't do anything with him. He's yeah. so good. Yeah. That's why I love jujitsu. Like, you, you, there's levels to it. And being oh, yeah. bigger and stronger helps. But if they're good enough and they're yeah. leveled up enough, it doesn't matter sometimes. Yeah. Look look at a guy like Hector. What is he, like a buck 40? He's strong. He's choking people out left and right. How about Carl Sims? Yeah. No, Carl Sims. Over the weekend, and he's like hugging a a stone. Oh, yeah. He's super athletic, though, too. Yeah. And I'm like, could you imagine going with that guy? Black belt at Worlds. Smashing you. (laughs) We got got a guy that had lost part of his arm in Afghanistan. Brandon, one hand. Shout out to my boy Brando, one hando, dude. So Brando, he freaking uses that freaking nub and will stick it on the side of your neck. Oh, he'll laugh about it. Don't worry. He, we all give him crap about it. He was in the Marine Corps, so he he can take all the jokes. What? But dude, he takes that nub and he'll put it like in the side of your neck when he's trying to choke. It freaking hurts. David or like, Balea, if you follow David Balea on TikTok, yeah. he actually shows a nasty little way. If you can't get the triangle how to stick your fist into their throat to help you get the choke, finish the choke. Yeah. I like it. Nasty. Nasty. What um, do you mean, Carl? What do you mean we're silly? You're silly. You're the one that's got little fruitcakes messaging you on Facebook at five in the Thursday. morning. Jackson missed the beginning Thursday podcast. Yeah. You missed the beginning, Jackson. Hey, I, I had a little TikTok go viral. You're over there arguing with kids on TikTok? Not kids. Who are they? Um, adults that are on food stamps. <laughs> uh, no, I've, I've never had a video. It's got like almost 5,000 views. I know it's not like viral for my, for my little account with 350 followers. That's a lot of views. Yeah. It's like 500 likes and, and whatever. Uh, but 
it was Jared Cannonier's last post-fight interview where he said he needs to fight again because he's broke. Oh, I did see that. I was like, oh, hmm. bro, you made one hundred and ninety-one thousand dollars. He made one hundred and ninety-one thousand dollars in one fight, <sighs> and people are complaining about fighter playing broke. Here's an idea: like he fights once or twice a year. His whole U- he's never fought more than three times in a year in the UFC, right? Yeah. Maybe your mentality's wrong. One or two, you're telling me after taxes, pay your manager and your coaches and stuff, he's making at least one forty to one fifty, right? Worst case, one twenty. Yeah, it's still a lot of money. You're telling me you can't live off one hundred twenty thousand dollars in a year? I could. I could take it. I'll take that. And the backlash that I'm getting, by the way, for those of you who don't know, a long camp, a long camp is 12 weeks, right? Yeah, that's Those long. fighters, 8 to 10. Yeah. So let's just say 12 weeks, and then he fights. That's three months. What are you doing the other nine months of the year, dog? Sitting around waiting for your title shot? Hey, if you're not working, you don't get paid. Like Sean O'Malley said, man, they, they got to be relevant. They got to make themselves relevant. They gotta I, do would, something. I would argue, when's the last time you've been like, woo, Jared Cannonier's on the card this weekend. Let's go, baby. I'm not going to lie. I'm not that excited about this main event. The rest of the card I'm excited about. I could honestly care less about the main event. And that's sad because Izzy's in there. And I'm just like, you, you know what I don't mean? really it's care. Like, you, who gets hyped to see Jared Kinnear? So I would argue for his value to the UFC, he's yeah. overpaid. Yeah. I bet if you took a, took a poll, most people would be like, who? He doesn't move the needle at all. What's up, Mason? Now do I wish fighters made more and all that? And Yeah, yeah. But like when he's fighting minimally, I think if you're a pro fighter and healthy, you should be at least fighting three times a year. Yeah, that's fair. Right? You're not taking damage. Take a month off after each fight. Dude, you know, get get back into it, whatever. But I feel like he's been trying to protect his ranking. He's got a little bit of that entitlement. Like, I deserve a title shot, even though everybody knows he's not even the third, fourth best middleweight. It's just that Izzy's already beat everybody else that's ahead of him, like Robert Whitaker twice. Like, Robert Whitaker kind of pieced him up. Robert Whitaker pieced him up. You know, and it's like, if Robert Whitaker's going to piece him up, what do you think Izzy's going to do to him? Name the last power puncher that's given Izzy issues. Izzy's going to make this look easy on Saturday night. Easy. Can't. Now that we're saying that, Cannoneer's going to freaking crush him. Not a chance. And and I might I add. Some, I got some upsets on this card. I got some upsets here, on this card. That is not one of them, sir. Here's another little stat with He finishes in his two rounds. He's, almost, he's 38 years old. Yeah, that's, he's old. Which... He's, <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. That, you're right him. on, Mason. But hey, that's fair. Just because he's the B side of a title fight, give him five. Pay him. Gold. Yeah, give him. Pay him. Let him get paid. I I don't think it's going to be close. If Robert Whitaker was able to do that, and uh, don't get me wrong, I I love Robert Whitaker. He's, he's great. He's great. He's proved he's how Izzy, good he is. He's given Izzy his second toughest title fight, other than Kelvin Gastelum. Yeah. I just I hate all these people who are like, oh, he's. He's this, he's that. I was like, dude, he's like working like three months out of the year, quote unquote, training. Like, yeah. What's it like if if I'm a pro athlete and I'm a fighter, 
even if I don't have a great personality, you're telling me you can't like do like seminars. Yeah. Dude, if Jared, Jared Cannonier came to Salt Lake and did a seminar and like, Oh yeah. People a, would come. Or, or you know, you know what his best one is? He used to be a fat heavyweight. Dude. That's yeah, lost he a ton on. of weight that fights at 185 now. Like why doesn't he get on like a, a podcast or a motivational speaking tour about how he, how, how much better things have been since he's lost all that weight or whatever, you know, like yeah. he has things to offer that he could financially benefit from that. He's choosing not to. Yep. So I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad for him at all. You know who I feel good for? I'd love to make like, I'd love to make $190,000 for one fight a year. I'd, we'd be going to Sizzler once a year. <laughs> you know who I'm happy for? Our boy, Andrew Mickelson, who made it onto Pat McAfee's show. How about that? Pat yeah, McAfee cool. tweeting about our show, Pretty about cool. Andrew Mickelson. Dude, have you read the comments on Twitter? It's hilarious. No, I haven't, actually. They didn't even, you're, they were like, the, I didn't even the say comment. the name. And I, they, they said something about, I didn't even need to know which one was the guy for BYU. Because they all knew. Everybody knows which guy was the guy for BYU. It's like, <laughs> can we get any more racist than that? Come on. Come on. Racist. No, yeah. that was freaking, that was awesome. That was awesome to see that uh, one of our local guys getting a little national Absolutely. love. Yeah. Um, well, should we break down this card for tomorrow night? Yeah. It's a good, dude, it's, it's a good dude, card. It's a great card. It's a good card. It's a good card. You know, I'm really bummed. Really bummed. Or Saturday. I'm really bummed that we lost Misha Tate and Lauren Murphy. I did another. I got another that was argument. A, that was I got another argument. With this. There's, a, there's this dweeb on TikTok that bashes all women's MMA. Like no, he had a whole video complaining about Lauren Murphy and Misha Tate being on the main card because they suck or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I'm not even a Lauren. You know how much I can't stand Lauren Murphy. I, yeah. She drives me crazy. But dude, Misha Tate, she's like, what? Mount Rushmore of women's MMA fighter, like oh yeah, she's up there. Pioneer of women's MMA, former world champion, like you know, probably gave Ron before Ronda lost was the only person that could give Ronda a fight. Like yeah, Misha Tate's a legend, and Lauren Murphy's paid her dues. You know, she's had a good career. It's like, and guess what? You know, you put them on the main card. You know why they could put them on the main card? Because you're still gonna buy it, stupid. That's why they can put it on there. Oh, it's that guy. I know which guy you're talking. That guy's dude. He's just doing that to get get people's reaction. He can't well, be that he stupid. Gets, Cause I, I roast him once a week. Everybody he's roasts a that guy. More. I will. I want to fight that guy. Sign that up. I will fly to whatever state, fight for whatever promotion he wants. I get to whatever weight that skinny little twerp wants. I want to fight that guy. Oh man. I love it. I love it. Let's go. Let's I, go. I hate. I hate dweebs that don't even train that sit there and talk about how fighters suck. It drives me, it drives me nuts. What if that guy's some killer? What if he's a black belt? Good. A black belt can eat my elbow. He's probably careful, good. Zach. He's probably not you, a black belt. This this could be a this could be a can't pulling up at the red light <laughs> situation here. <laughs> not again, Kent. Not again. Not again, Kent. Don't do it again. It's got to be unassuming when you flip off the guy in the Tesla and you're probably Leave the premises. Some, you're probably thinking it's a white dude, you know, nah. works at Amazon. 
you know, <laughs> glasses, 150 You're pounds racist. and a big, and a big poly and a big poly dude steps out of the Tesla. This giant beard and probably the most violent dude in Utah. Yeah. I, that, yeah. That poor guy. He's probably, <laughs> he, he probably, he probably peed his pants a little bit. Probably. <laughs> oh man. What is it? Doesn't Trevor Golden drive like a little Volkswagen Beetle or something? Doesn't he drive some little small like car? A GTI him too, or whatever. Yeah, a little GTI. Cool. He'd be the seat. It'd be like him too. Yeah. Big old brick house he, just getting he, out. Well, it's 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 gas efficient. He can just pick it up and carry it with him. He could. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, let's break this card down. All right, first fight of the night in the bantamweight division: Jessica Rose Clark versus Zolija Stoliorenko. Rose Clark is 11 and 7, stands 5 foot 5 with a 67 inch reach. Stolio Rinko is 9, 6, and 1. She stands 5 foot 7 with a 69 inch reach. Uh, who do you got on this one, Mr. Uh, Jessica Rose Clark. She's the favorite the- for a reason. I think it's a close fight. Um, this is do or die for Julia. And I just don't think I just don't think she's that good. You don't think she's UFC material? She's a very good judo. You know, and and she's but the rest of her game just hasn't quite translated. Um, ever since the Ultimate Fighter, she's kind of been, you know, she got on the Ultimate Fighter, then didn't make it, and then went on a one, two, three, four, five, six fight winning streak, including a left way fight out of the UFC, which is cool. Comes right back into the UFC and loses three straight fights. It's like, isn't that crazy that that doesn't translate? You're probably good everywhere else, but once you get to the, you, she's just not that level, unfortunately. Or it's mental. Maybe she just. I haven't seen any of her fights out of the UFC. But yeah, she's she's never looked good in the UFC, and I I think she loses this fight and gets cut again. Same same. We'll go Jessica Rose Clark for the win. I'm not betting on this fight. Uh, next up, we got Jessica I versus Macy Barba. Jessica Evil I, 15 and 10. She stands five foot six with a 66 inch reach. The future barber is ten and two. She stands five foot five with a sixty-five inch reach. Jessica, uh, Jessica, eyes coming off of a three-fight losing streak, bro. She is. I think this is. A, she's a super live dog in this fight, though. I, Macy, Macy ha- hasn't exactly been a barber. I thought she lost the Miranda Maverick fight. I did too. I, I really did. And Montana De La Rosa is not exactly setting the world on fire. When you talk about her, she's on a five fight lo- or three fight losing streak. Cynthia Calvillo, top tier girl. Jo- Jojo Calderwood or Wood now, top tier. Jennifer Maya, top tier. Valentina, top tier. You take away the top tier girls. She has a win over Caitlin Chigakian, who's looked who what, that looks really good now. Yeah, you know. She has a win over Jessica Rose Clark, Viviana Rujo. Like, where's where's Macy Barber training at now? Team Alpha Male. She's at, remember she's at Team Alpha. Male. Oh yeah, that's right. I I thought she left there though for some reason. No, she's still there. Uh, you know what? I I got pick I, of the night. I'm going Jessica. I. You know, Macy surprised me in her last fight. I, I, I kind of wrote her off because she was there when I was there. Remember I told you she was one of the ones that I was watching? And she I wrote her off. Entitled. She did look a little entitled. But I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say she wins, but I'm I'm like staying far away because I do not think she should be a minus two seventy. 
Yeah, that's why I'm going Jessica Evil Eye. Yeah, like, I don't I don't hate that. I don't hate the odds like that. Can, I can absolutely see a scenario where Jessica Eye wins a decision in this. Like I, I think it's yeah. closer to like plus one fifty. She should be. I think Barbara's gonna get a slight nod on that. So I'll do, I'll slightly I'm not really disagreeing, but um, you'd be crazy to bet Barbara on this. Crazy at minus two seven. No way. That ain't happening. Uh next up in the what's that? I, I I really do really love just guy on that. I think the value is kind of a lot. Yeah. Uh, next up in the middleweight division, we got Uriah Hall versus Andre Munez. Uh, Hall is 17 and 10, stands six foot tall with a 79 and a half inch reach. Munez is 22 and four. He stands six foot one with a 78 inch reach. What do you think about this one? I think we have another live dog. I think we do too. I really do. So Munez, remember, he's the homeboy that snapped Jacare's arm. Yes. And then he he armbarred uh, your boy, Eric Anders. Yeah, I remember that. And But, dude, Uriah Hall's one, he's never been submitted. And he's been in there with some pretty good grapplers. Yeah, never been and, submitted. And if Munez gets it to the ground, he's he's shown. He's good enough. He'll submit anybody, right? Yeah. His jiu-jitsu is going to submit anybody. But, dude... The question, can you get Uriah down? Because there's been a lot of people that tried that can't. He's a he he's probably one of the best athletes in the UFC. And his athleticism, his prolific striking is great, but his athleticism has won him a lot of fights. And you know, I'm gonna have to see it before I pick it. And what I've seen over and over is Uriah Hall knocking people out. I'm with Mason on this one. I got I got Uriah Hall. I think I think he either knocks him out or wins a decision, can keep it on the feet for at least two out of three rounds. I'm having a hard time with this one too. And he's way he's, and I'll bet you he's stronger than Munoz. Uriah Hall is freakishly strong. I, give me the value at Uriah Hall at over plus two hundred. Get out I of I like here. I like the value at that. I'm gonna I'll agree with that. I'll I'll pick Uriah Hall on this one, but I'm just as a as a dog because I like that. But I'm yeah, this is another one that I'm just like, I'd staying away from that one. Uh this one should be a fun fight in the middleweight division as well. We got Brad Tavares facing Drykus Duplessis. Tavares is 19 and 6, stands six foot one with a 74 inch reach. Uh, Duplessis is 16 and two. He stands six foot one with a 76 inch reach. All right, Zach, what do you got on this one? So I've always kind of said, I think Duplessis sucks. Yeah. I haven't been, I haven't been that impressed with him. Like, what is he two and oh in the when UFC? He was supposed to fight our boy, Chris Curtis. I was oh, yeah. all hyped up. Cause I'm like, Chris is going to, Chris wins this fight. Duplessis oh, yeah. has a killer right cross. He has a killer right cross, and that is, and, and I feel like that is it. He's stiff. He's not fluid. He actually looks scared to get hit in the face, but he's got. He's one of those guys too, like kind of like we talk about with like Carson Hardman. If his yeah. right hand lands, like you're going to sleep. Duplessis has a little bit of that. Yeah. If his right, not that any part of their game is associate, but I'm just saying. They kind of yeah. have that that touch of death. If their right hand touches you, you're going down, yeah. right? You're going and down. he has shown that. But good luck knocking out Brad Tavares. He's been around forever. And 
he's pretty underrated, I feel like. He's showing some love for the underdogs. How That's, big of an underdog it's is pretty Brad close. Tavares? Not very. He's plus 125, plus 110 yeah, in some Brad places. Tavares. Give me Brad yeah. Tavares. I'll, I'll take Tavares. By at, decision. At the plus money. By decision. Yeah, I like that. Uh, next up, this should be a fun one, too. In the welterweight division, we got Ian Gary versus Gabe Green. Gary, the future Gary, is 9-0, and stands six foot three with a 74-inch reach against Gabe Gifted Green, 11-3. and He stands five foot ten with a 73-inch reach. Uh, what do you, what's your take on this fight? I love Ian Gary, dude. I like Ian Gary. I think the UFC is grooming him. He's getting the Sean O'Malley treatment. be a fight that's supposed to be a a test for Gary, right? Gabe Green's tough. Oh, he's tough. He's freaking tough as nails. Yeah. Very good. But, and I almost would say he even struggles with big, big, taller, longer guys. But he does hold a decision win over Phil Rowe. Phil Rowe, yeah. So he seems to have fixed that a little bit because he does a couple of his losses. Daniel Rodriguez, good striker. Um, Jalen Turner, who's obviously a huge, uh, big, tall guy. Um, yeah. Back in Bellator, they fought. I mean. Yeah, what do we got? Gary's a minus 170, minus 185 most places. I, I, I think Gary is better on the mic, and people want him to be something more than he is. He's pretty good. Oh, he's good. He's not Connor. No, he's not Connor. But the kid's and only twenty four years old. I know, but the, he he gets hit a lot too. He 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 he's a little bit like Patty. Yeah, maybe it's that cage warriors mentality. You know, and. I'm telling you, if he tries to play with Gabe Green, Gabe could beat him. Yeah. This is a this is a I think this is a scary fight for for uh for Gary. And this is a fight that yeah, I, I that's I, I kind of think he loses this weekend. I'm all in on these underdogs. I, you are all in. I think he loses this weekend, dude. I think Gabe Green, I think Gabe Green beats him. I'm going to pick Ian Gary, but but do being that we're doing this on Thursday, when I make my picks on Saturday, I need to see how they look on the face-offs on Friday night on this one to make but, my official pick. Right now I'm all in on Gary, but if he looks a little timid, which I don't think he will, I, I might no, switch he that won't. pick. No, he has that he will. and that confidence, and it's good. I think but, so too. Dude, he – man, I'm Gary picking. and Weeks gave him issues. Yeah, I I still like the kid, dude. I, I like him. I'm cheering for him. And I would even say this. I'll go one step further. A yeah. lot at this point in his career would be good for him. Yeah, I mean, he's just a kid. He's 24 a kid. years old. Yeah. It's like, what's his name last weekend? Sarukian. He's 25 years old. He's a freaking stud. Yeah, I'm going Gabe Green. All right, Gabe Green. Zach is all over the underdogs this week. I love it. Um. All right. Next up. Oh, oh man, by I the just, way, I think Gabe Green has fought the tougher opponents too. I would say. I'd agree with that. We'll find out if Ian Gary is truly the future. He still might um, be, even with the loss. He still might be, like you said, he's young. Next up in the welterweight division, we got Donald Cerrone back against A. Ten Miller. 
Cerrone, 36 and 16, stands six foot one with a 73 inch reach. Jim Miller is 34 and 16. He stands five foot eight with a 71 inch reach. This is kind of one of those fights where I'm just like, don't say anything stupid. I feel like this is about quite a weird episode. (laughs) What's up with this? I forgot how annoying he is. He hasn't been to the gym forever. I haven't punched him in the face in a long time. Mason should come down too. If you could come down, come down, Mason, come train with us tonight at Sierra MMA. Um, Hour and a half of straight jujitsu tonight. Mouthpiece water fight time. Who do you got in Cerrone and Miller? Flip a coin. I mean, do you care? You're so disrespectful. I just, you know what? My first choke, first time I choke you out tonight, it's for my, it's for my old timers, Jim Miller and Donald Cerrone. <laughs> I mean, I want to watch it, but it's like it doesn't do anything. It's like, it's just two legends fighting, two Hall of Famers. You have no respect. Yeah. You're yeah, such a casual, like, Jason. Ten years ago, great, yeah, great. You did but fight ten years ago. I know that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm hyped up about it then, but right now it's like, why? Just because Cerrone ten wants years to ago, and you had color it, in your beard. Is yeah, exactly. Is Cerrone gonna get to fifty fights? Yeah, UFC will do so. it for him. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. He's what just if gonna... he? What? Because Miller's gonna roll through him. I think Miller's gonna beat him. So now he's gonna be on a how many fight losing streak? You know what? I'm picking Cowboy. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, but bro, Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje, Conor McGregor, Anthony Pettis, Alex Morano. Like he did, he did beat Dos Anjos in uh, grappling submission underground. Yeah, lost Craig Jones, lost to Joe Selecki. I'm picking Jim Miller, dude. I, and I love Donald Cerrone. I'm just I'm listen to Donald Cerrone. Listen to Donald Cerrone's losses. Okay, since 2017, in the last five years, listen to his losses: Jorge Masvidal, Robbie Mahler, Robbie Lawler, Darren Till, Leon Edwards, Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje, Conor McGregor, Anthony Pettis, Alex Moreno. Alex Moreno is like the only like not headliner in that. No. No. No what? I just, I, I mean, I'm cheering for him. I like the guy. I want to go hang you out at the BMF ranch. Hey, I want to go what? shoot some Screw stuff you. and ride some four wheelers. So Donald Cerrone. All right. You can pick Cerrone. Pick another underdog. Why don't you just parlay all these underdogs? Was... And I was talking to this guy yesterday at my new job and I won't throw any names out there, but he's like, Hey man, I had this guy in my 12 team parlay. And I'm like, you are a freaking degenerate. <laughs> he didn't even just, he didn't even say who it was or what the other teams were. He just said 12 team parlay. And I'm like, like I'm, oh, this, yeah. I'm like, this guy is a degenerate. I like this guy already. I like oh this guy God. already. Well, he's, he's already thrown out 12 teamers. All right. So you're... <laughs> this could be fight of the night. This next one in the lightweight division, Brad Riddell against Jalen Turner. Riddell's 10 and two stands five foot seven with a 71 and a half inch reach. Jalen Turner, 12 and five, stands six foot three with a 75 and a half inch reach. Huge height and reach advantage for Jalen Turner, like usually, always. Dude, does Brad would, I, 
man, I'm having a hard time with this one. Actually, I'm not having a hard time with this. I think Brad, I think Turner wins. Just flip a coin, dude. I, I don't know. Uh, neither does Vegas because the odds are pretty pretty even on this one. If if I had if I had to pick gun to my head, I'd probably pick Jalen Turner. But this is a this is a okay. This is a I could see both. I just Turner looked so freaking fantastic in his last fight. You have I have a hard time picking against him. Four fight win but, streak. But He's looking is ridiculously good. I like this is one if they fought ten times, I feel like they'd each win five times. I mean, this if and either one of these guys gets the win in this fight, they're they're right back up in the mix in that lightweight division. Oh yeah. They're 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 turning this some is, heads. This is a winner gets ranked fight. Dude, the lightweight division is just insane right now. Pretty scary. insane. All right. Main card. We got starting off in the bantamweight division. We got Pedro Munoz, the young punisher against Sean Sugar O'Malley. Munoz is 19 and seven stands five foot six with a 65 inch reach. Sugar Sean 15 and one stands five foot 11 with a 72 inch reach. Let's hear it. Zach, what you got? I, 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 I don't see Are you going Munoz. underdog again. No, I don't see how Munoz wins this fight. Okay. I, was I like, just don't. Come on. I think, yeah. I think that O'Malley's too quick for him. I think Munoz at 35, I think that's a that's that's a that's a that's a big ass for him. If this was like four years ago, maybe, but you know, I, I think he I don't I don't think he's I think he's already peaked and on his way down, Munoz is. And <laughs> the UFC is not giving O'Malley fights that stylistically don't favor him for a reason and this one stylistically favors him i i definitely could see o'malley not being able to get him out of there because he is so dur durable and tough but i could also see o'malley absolutely shutting his lights out too i could see him shutting his lights out I, i'm i'm gonna say he beats him and finishes him O'Malley, father time catches up. wins father time catches up to everybody 35 years old in the ufc that's you're getting Just up there. him on the shoulder yep uh, next up, I see, I could do without this card in the and the main this okay. fight on the main. Card. Robbie, Robbie Lawler, Robbie Lawler versus Brian Barberina. Lawler, twenty nine and fifteen stands five foot eleven with a seventy four inch reach. Bam Bam is seventeen and eight stands six foot tall with a seventy two inch reach. O'Malley second round KFC. I'm with Mike on this one. I think he finishes finishes him. I I could see it. All right, Robbie Lawler. What you want this? You really want this fight on the main card? No, I'm just sick of you disrespecting legends like Robbie Lawler. He's 40 years old, man, and he's a killer. Go to Bellator. Go to Bare Knuckle. Oh, you shouldn't be on a main card of the you know UFC what? main card. The second time I check, the second time I choke you out tonight, it's for Robbie Lawler. Would you, would you? So I would rather see Ian Gary and Gabe Green than Robbie Lawler and Brian Babarina. Yeah, I'd just rather, saying. I'd rather give you a wedgie. How about that? You know. How about you just pick the fight, Zach? Robbie Lawler <laughs> by decision. No way. Yep. Seriously? Yep, that's what I'm picking. Oh my. Oh, am I picking with my heart? Yeah, I am. Yeah, you are. Yeah, You're going to regret it. You're going to regret it Monday morning. I don't care. I love Robbie Lawler. He's one of my top 5 favorite fighters of all time. I don't care. I could be wrong. I don't care. I'm picking Robbie Who Lawler. Who cares? Who cares? I don't care. 
All right, next up in the middleweight division, I think we both agree that winner of this is going to get the shot at Izzy or Cannoneer if Cannoneer somehow pulls it off, which we don't think he will. Um, Strickland, 25 and three, stands six foot one with a 76 inch reach. Pereira, five and one, he stands six foot four with an 80 inch reach. Dude, uh, Strickland getting a lot. See, even Dutch is on me now. Watch your mouth, Jason. <laughs> Thank you, Dutch. Thank you. Oh, man. Everybody's on me today. I'm just, I'm just, somebody's got to be real on this podcast and just call it like it is, Zach. Somebody has got to just. You're going to feel real tonight. There's a 0% chance you tap me out. How about that? You're probably right. You're probably right. I don't tap anybody out. I can't even tap my wife out. (laughs) My wife's pretty freaking good. I want to come on a podcast and admit that. My wife's pretty good. (laughs) She's getting pretty good. Although she's a little injured. Got her first injury last night during judo. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Strickland and Pereira. Sean Strickland wins. I, Sean Strickland wins. You know, and I think, I think so too. And everybody I talk to thinks. I mean, too much experience in MMA. This is, you know, they're they're pushing Pereira right to the. Is they're the, really pushing him, and they, this is they a, want that, and they're going okay. So they're and and they are strategically. They're not giving him any wrestlers, right? No. Guess what? A wrestler would take that fight because they could take him down over and over and, and grind him out. Where does Strickland train at? Extreme Couture. Okay. So you ready for this? Yeah. I don't even think Strickland has to wrestle to beat Pereira. I think he can outpoint fight him behind that jab. I think he has a better fight IQ. I think that. He he's the best defensive middleweight of all time in defending against strikes. Yeah. His shoulder rolls, those big punches that Pereira throws, Strickland doesn't eat clean punches like ever. No. Nope. His shoulder rolls and working behind his jam is beautiful. You can even argue for a striker that his style is a little boring because, but Pereira, what like what what is he gonna do? Like what is Pereira gonna do? If you're saying his knockout, his his path to victory is knocking him out to a guy that has the greatest defensive striking rate in middleweight history, you you gotta take that guy and just say, you know, he's gonna continue to not eat clean shots. And if Pereira doesn't eat a clean land a clean shot, and he's already shown like Bruno Silva, who's really good, but not World class by any means, he couldn't yeah, put him hurt. away. Yeah, couldn't put him away. It's a three round fight too. Strickland, he could easily sneak. He could easily get easily win two rounds on this fight. And oh, by the way, and Strickland could. I Strickland, I believe, definitely does have the grappling advantage if he decides to use it. Oh I yeah. Don't even think. I think. I think if I'm Strickland, I come out, and if it's like one one going to the third, and we kept it on the feet or whatever. Comes yeah. out, let Pereira get settled into his range or whatever, and then boom, take him down. Another thing people stay on top. forget about is Pereira's 35 years, 35 years old. And Pereira's old, and Strickland has a great gas tank that he can push a really good pace. He'll stay in your face the whole fight. There, oh, he's yeah. this is a I mean, if you want to push Pereira to the top, this is the fight to make. But this is not a gimme bite. This isn't this isn't like O'Malley trying to break into the top five, right? He, With Munoz. He, 
this is most- this this is a tough fight for Pereira, and I do. I, I have Strickland by decision. Uh, one DraftKings has has Strickland the favorite. DraftKings and uh, every everywhere else, BetMGM, Caesars, all coin flip. Bet Rivers, FanDuel, coin flip. Bet three sixty five has Pereira a slight favorite. But dude, this is yeah. I, give me give me Strickland all day long at plus money. If I can get him at plus money, I'm I'm definitely taking this. Um. Okay, so featherweight championship, Max versus uh, Volk. We already know the stats. They're two of the greatest featherweights of all time. I heard uh, Josh Emmett say if Volk beats him again, he's the greatest featherweight of all time. Does he leap, Aldo, if he wins this no. as the greatest featherweight of all time? No. Max was like, no way, dude. All those – he's he's defended eight it how many times? Eight, eight, time, eight title defenses. And didn't lose for 10 years. Little recency bias there, maybe of what Volk's so. been able to do. I think people recently. forget how good Jose Aldo was ten years ago. He was the pound for pound number one in the world for a while, and it wasn't even close. Yeah, but Volk will have a win over him, and will have three wins over Mac. That's that's tough, man. That's tough. Not not. What if Volk beats time, him? Right? What if Volk beats him and any? And he looks pretty good doing it. I don't see that happening, but let's just say, what if he does? What if he just beats him and it just he just looked good? Okay. What do you, what's your take on this fight? Same as the other three, just razor thin, razor close fight. Yeah. Other two Watch fights are draw, and we'll have to do it again. Like I I don't know how you pick this fight. Like. Because when they fight each other, it's razor thin, and and when they and then when they fight anybody else, it's not even close. Like Volk hasn't been in a close fight since Max, and neither is Max. Does I mean are are the odds makers? It's Volk's almost a two to one. I I kind of like Max. If you're giving me Max at plus plus one sixty plus one one sixty one fifty five, yeah, I mean. Dude, with as close as those other two fights have been, Oz, I think Volk's going to win. But if you're giving me those kind of odds, that's it's kind of hard to go against that. I feel like Max. I, I, I'm I'm actually going to pick Max to win. Ooh, okay. Because Max is dead set on Volk. Yeah. I don't even think Volk wanted to take this fight. I think he's being forced to take this fight, and I think he already has his eyes on 155. Could. If he loses, I think I think that's a factor. But I'm not saying like I'm not saying like, oh, Max definitely wins. It's gonna be interesting because the first fight, Volk won. Volk won early. And Max came on late. Yeah. And then the second fight, Max won the first two rounds, and then Volk won three, four, five. Yeah. So I'm really interested on who gets the momentum early, and then who can turn the tide late, and if it's not in, in enough time. Man, this is it's. Yeah, it's going to be a good fight. You're crazy Again. if you think you know who's going to win this fight. That's what I think. And yeah. um, I'd be stunned if either of them got finished. God, what do you do if Max wins? 
Does Volk just still go up? Does Volk still go up and just let him go up to 155? He said, he, they, he said win or lose. I'm like 155. Did he say that? Oh, no, you're wrong. Chell said that. Oh, I was going to say, if he said that, then I'm like, oh, I think I like Max more than if he's, if it came out of Volk's mouth. Sorry. <clears throat> Dude, Volk, I, he's, he's been one of my favorites recently. He's, he's gotten better every fight. His mentality inside the cage. When's the, that last, time we, when's the last time we've seen this? Like these two, like I, w- I would argue that Max is still like top five pound for pound in the, like, Max just doesn't have a belt, but I mean, he's every bit of world-class championship. Oh yeah. His bulk. I mean, he's, he's in a, he's a little bit in like this, like the the Michael Jordan era where it's like, yeah, all these greats that just didn't win because Michael Jordan was there, but they're undeniably all-time greats. Like Max, you want to know what's going to really suck on this fight? It's one of these guys isn't getting their win bonus. Now they both get flat fees. I'll bet you. Oh, do they, do they get, do they get it? um, Plus, they'll I'm get pay per views because of championship. Sure on that. That's I'm good. Sure I, that, I, I'm pretty sure that Max is just making his flat whatever for this. Yeah. Plus, pay per view and all that stuff. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm picking Max, but I don't. I, I mean, I'm picking Volk, but like you said, flip a coin. I don't think you could go wrong with either one. Um, main event. I don't think there's any secret here. Both you and I are both all over Izzy on this one. I don't think Cannonier has a shot. I think he gets pretty much outclassed in this he gets murked inside two rounds yeah he might he might not he's gonna get picked apart he's gonna get murked inside two rounds what if izzy submits him that'd be sick that would be sick but like gilly does cannoneer are we giving him any shot could he make it ugly could he push izzy up against the cage is he strong man he's got a strong base like it's a bad matchup for jared now watch him catch him. All it takes is one, Zach. All it takes is one. Nope. You're not buying it? Nope. Not close. <sighs> Par- parlay Izzy with everything. All right. Who's your who's your locks of the night? Izzy. Give me Izzy's lock number one. Let me pull up the whole card. Yeah, pull up the whole card. Let's give me your give me your like this person's gonna win for sure. Izzy O'Malley. Izzy and O'Malley is are my locks. Fights that I feel really good about. Yeah. Strickland. Strickland fight goes to decision is because I don't think anybody gets finished in that fight. Fight goes to decision plus one forty. Give me all of that. Yep. Give me all of that. People think somebody's getting finished in that fight. I don't think anybody's getting finished. I don't know. Other than that, like, I mean, I, I think Uriah Hall has a ton of value. Max by controversial decision, VG says. God, they've all been kind of controversial, haven't they? The other two fights yeah, were kind of like. Volk won the first one. Volk won the yeah. first one. I'll give the second that. one, you're the like. One, I, you, we watched that together. You remember, yeah. I feel freaking fit. I thought I yeah. was screwed out of a bet because yeah. I, I still think I've watched that fight. I, I've watched that fight 10 times. I still think yeah. Max won every time. Man. How about. 
Izzy Strickland O'Malley parlay. I don't know if I like Strickland with a parlay. Strickland, Izzy O'Malley, Uriah Hall. I don't you know that one scares me too much. Or you could do a Uriah Hall and Sean Uriah. Strickland Hall oh. Strickland parlay. Because that's got to be good odds. You got to be getting good odds on that one. Ooh, ooh! Look at us cooking up some. You gonna give us a DraftKings later? Yeah. Or are you gonna tomorrow. be argu- arguing with freaking kids on TikTok? I'll post it on my TikTok. <laughs> hey, uh, one of the guys that commented earlier, he's he follows me on TikTok now, and that's why he subscribed to the show. Mike yeah, Jackson. Mike. Yeah. Oh, shout yeah. out, Mike. Shout out, Mike. Thanks, man. Um. Look at you blowing up, going viral, Zach. Not like viral, viral for me, viral. Like you it's know, coming, like, dude. It's coming. You know, you know what's going to go viral crazy. is when Cody has to do a shoey out of my freaking United States Marine Corps boot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot what the fight was that we we're even betting on, but he's going to lose. <laughs> um, he's going to lose. Idiot. He's going to lose. Is that it? Is that all we got? Fiji, oh. where you been, man? I haven't seen Fiji on here in a minute. Dude, Where's Fiji been? All, with all these underdogs, we are going to get some. We are going to get a nice DraftKings lineup. Okay. I like oh, it. I'm liking it. I like I'm it. I'm liking it a lot. Let's get it. Let's get it. Anyways, I'm excited. Fights start at what time do they start tomorrow on Saturday? Four, Four. o'clock? Four o'clock our time. Yeah, you know I'm gonna have it up at work. Just look, my phone all propped up there. All right. Well, I'm Get gonna to go to the another... pool. I'm gonna go play at the pool with my phone. Oh, another run at the belt. Ooh, ooh, Fiji back in the cage. Nice. Well, you go enjoy the pool. I'm gonna go upload this podcast, and we'll see you guys on Monday to talk about how bad Zach's picks were, and probably talk about how many times Zach chokes me out tonight when he comes down for jujitsu. 18 over under 18. (laughs) We'll see you guys on Monday. Thanks for tuning in. We out.